What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still a Church Kid podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Caden Snow. Today, joined by a crowd favorite, uh, my dad. Dad, say what's up to everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, yeah, we're going to have a good episode for you today. Uh, talk about um, sound, media, and the world of technology in uh, ministry today. Uh, but before we do that, Dad, how are you doing? What you been up to? Oh, man, we're doing real well. We're uh, right in the throes of our vacation Bible school. So the first, we always kind of do ours to kick off the summer, um, pretty much right after our school district gets out. Yeah. So uh, it's always a lot of fun. Kids are still in that rhythm of being in class and, and you know, being attentive. They haven't completely got the summer crazies oh, yeah. yet. Uh, <laughs> that's why we've always liked to do ours first early on. But uh, we, we go all out in our church. Um and you know, we always have we have for years and years um but it, it's been a big catalyst for us for growth and all kinds of things so uh you, you need to take that call no it's okay. it's spam risk i told you the other oh. day we started a business number for the podcast in case like we want to send it to people or put it on a card gotcha and i think when i uploaded it to google voice they <laughs> Google's sending it out to all these spam bots. You got to make their I, money. That's all I've been getting. But yeah, uh, it's funny that you talk about VBS and going all out because um, we say it like we don't work at the same church. But I know for like the listeners that they they're interested in you know because we've been talking about it the last couple episodes because we've been gearing up for it. And uh, but it is true, and it, and y'all uh, had much more involvement than i did this year because of our our whole yeah somebody uh, scheduled a vacation the week <laughs> of uh bbs uh prep week so yeah golly way to go but hey we're, we're we've we've put in some work the last well of days here we'll here's the it. thing <laughs> if, if it wasn't celebrating a college graduation i might be mad but uh we're so proud of pj and yeah. and her getting completing that goal and i know that her parents really wanted to uh, honor her and, and you yeah. got to tag along with that so i i can't it, complain about that it was very very fun and i know carrie listens to every episode so, so it was a very very fun vacation it sounds good i've never really been uh into disney like as far as you know i've never been one of those kids who's like oh my gosh my dream is to go to disney world mm -hmm. but seeing some of y'all's pictures and stuff like that it, it may be something mom and i have to do and the near I, future i literally told pj uh i forget i think i want i want to say we were somewhere dumb like buzz lightyear ride or something and i was like my parents aren't like just i mean they love disney and my mom loves musicals and all that kind of stuff i was like my parents aren't like crazy disney people i said but they would love this i think the sheer technical like immersing you into these worlds and yeah like the fun of the rides and stuff i was like they would love this because it would just be fun and it's pretty relaxing in the sense of like yeah you're tired because you're walking around but like you're sure. on the ride you can kind of talk you know the lines didn't feel super long when we did stay in line because we were playing games and yeah um we played one game in the line of the longest line we waited in was like 60 75 minutes 75 minutes um and Caleb was like, hey, let's play a game where we name a word and you have to first person to come up with a word, uh, a song with that word in it. And like, gotcha. And so we were all, and we got Carrie and Brad involved too. And so we were just like, all of a sudden we're at the front of the line. But so yes. it wasn't too stressful or anything. Yeah, that's, that, 
and really i i remember when the titan opened up i mean i think we waited the first year that the, t- the titan opened up we were uh going to church in abilene yeah and we went we took the youth uh to six flags that's a long trip from abilene. yeah it, it well it was pretty common um it was pretty common i think i just declined a call from your mom's phone <laughs> uh but uh it's pretty common you know for us i mean if you live in the middle, like Abilene, Texas, uh, the closest thing to do is Six Flags. Like, there's yeah. nothing around. There's some more stuff out there now, but we're talking 2003, 2004. Yeah, well, that's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah, and uh, I have stories about that, too. But uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, we, we were, went to Six Flags, and Tennessee Titan had just opened up, and uh you know july 105 degrees 100 degrees whatever they didn't even have covered built on the lines and i want to say we waited it for two hours in line for the titan with no shade that's crazy and i mean we got sunburned so bad from standing in lines not even the rides the rides or being at the park but uh but i remember that so yeah to say that is that you know, Disney didn't sound all that bad. You know, in my yeah. mind, you know me, I'm a cheapskate, so I was like, oh, you're just trying to nickel and dime me at every park. And and, yeah. and Brad and I had a conversation about this. He's kind of the same way. He's like, yeah. I just want to pay for it. That way, when I go, I don't have to. Uh, Disney had it. some interesting things. Now, like, I do know that we um, contributed to, like, one lightning lane thing. You had mm-hmm. to, You have to book it and pay for it. Right. To get a fast pass or whatever. But on their newer rides, like they had the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Tron, and there was one other, I, I think, or they were talking about one from when it first opened. Um, oh, it was a Ratatouille ride when it first opened. Disney does something interesting because they know the lines will be like two and a half hours long. Right. Is they do what's called a virtual queue. You basically can make a free reservation in the morning. Nice. For the regular line. So, like, you still might wait. 45 to minutes to an hour yeah but that's the cap is like they only serve certain groups during certain times but it's free you just have to get up black friday style thankfully brad was a more of a morning person than me and knows what he was doing because he would get up earlier than all of us snag that spot for all six of us and then it's basically a free pass into the regular line yeah it's definitely nice to have somebody on your team in brad and carrie that are pros at it yeah literally a professional travel agent but (laughs) but that knows all the kicks that knows all the the ways around because uh it makes your experience better here's what i think is cool and and why i would like to go now i think is because disney owns uh children's entertainment space yeah and and has owned it really since like 1940 something right I mean, yeah, you could like you can argue that there's other like studios out there. Yes, like there's there's uh you know uh, Pixar there, which is part of Disney, I guess. Nickelodeon. But uh, there's Nickelodeon. There's a who's the one that makes um Minions and oh uh, Illumination. Yeah, Illumination. There's DreamWorks, but like none of them have a park that everybody wants to go to. Yeah. Um. So you know, there's movies com- competition. There's theme park competition because there's Six Flags, there's Knott's Berry Farm, there's, you know, Hershey World, there's all these other places, but nothing is really Disney. So I think what I would love to learn 
is just that uh, going kind of back to our first conversation about VBS is they take everything that you do and it becomes part of your experience there. Yeah. Like the trash cans don't even, I guess I heard that there's like trash chutes that you don't see them, but nobody has to empty the trash because when you put it in a trash can, which is everywhere, it's like going, you know, nobody has to come pick yeah. up the trash because they don't want it to mess up your experience. Well, it's even like I, they take it a step further in their regular parks like Hollywood Studios where there's not really a theme um, uh, except for like Star Wars Land and stuff. Is right. Like the trash cans are all, they call it Disney green because your eyes ignore it automatically. Yeah. Or like in Star Wars Land, they look like little droids or they have Star Wars logos on them and, and text and stuff like that. And um, they also have... <laughs> Uh, this thing in you know Avatar Land where it's that ACE whatever the program the Avatar yeah. thing is all decked out on their logos. They had coolers like igloo coolers for water yeah. that were was free, but it was all marked ACE, um, whatever it stands for in the movie like Avatar, um, yeah. coercion experience or something like that. I don't know, but uh, they do so much. Um, and the and I kind of segues right into what we were talking about you have something else too but no like for example their sound and their their media quality is so cool like whenever you're riding the little mermaid ride you go to this scene where it's all these animatronic fish singing under the sea yeah and it's not just a um projection or it's not just a projection well and it's not even like the sound is not just two speakers behind you playing it when you drive past that fish that's holding a, a baritone saxophone, it's coming out of that fish. Wow. Specifically, the, the, the one playing the drums has like its own individual speaker yeah. that makes it loud. Or there's an overall track, but when you drive by that fish, it's coming directly from there too. Um, just like, or, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, you're not just hearing a track, you're literally hearing speakers right where those pirates are sword fighting. Yeah. The clings and clangs, and it's happening right there instead of just being like you're in a movie theater and the speakers Everything's are happening. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes 4D, so, I guess, is what it would be. So here's here's where I sit with all that stuff. Uh, first of all, I I, I want to be careful because I'm not like worshiping at the altar of Disney. I generally just I I think they do a good job of reaching. They're odd. Like if we just break it down to that level, uh-huh. they do a good job of reaching their level. I'm they not do. talking about selling things or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, because where and to get to your point, like it, transferring it to the church, we're not selling anything. Mm-hmm. The gospel's not for sale, but I think that it's important, especially when you're dealing with children or or even youth, yeah. and to and really today. Uh, in today's world, up through my age, we grew up, you know, I'm 40, uh, how old am I? 43 years old. <laughs> I have to think about what year it is. Yeah. I'm 43 years old. I grew up, you know, going to a theater with surround sound. I remember going to see Jurassic Park with my sister and just being blown away because mm-hmm. it was in Dolby surround. And that was part of what made that franchise so iconic was the animatronics, the the CGI. So my generation has grown up in this so Mm -hmm. you you talk about gen z or what i mean excuse me gen x i'm I'm kind of a gen xer i'm on the cusp because i was you know born in 80 or whatever yeah 
had older brothers and sisters down through your age like there's a certain amount of of just expectation mm -hmm. just for anything i mean when you walk into a starbucks uh you know if they've got a big rackety you know ratchety speaker in the corner blaring out music you're like that's annoying but if it's just ambient and there's things that have nothing to do with you drinking coffee yeah but they make that whole experience better and that's how i feel like we can use those things learn from them in media like our vacation bible school we we joked this week because we were arguing over the color of tape <laughs> of we were sectioning off you know the chairs the, the teams for the kids are broke up in teams and like one pink wasn't quite pink enough <laughs> and and we were like the kids are going to give zero care about exactly. what color the tape was but we can get hung up on it because we want to make sure that without them thinking about it, they know this is the area I'm supposed to be sitting in. This mm -hmm. is my team. I'm on the pink team. I'm, you know, our pink team is the best team, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so it's those kinds of things that I would love to learn how to make things change the environment yeah. so that what we're actually presenting, not selling, but presenting is received without a lot of distraction because everything else like you said they don't even know there's trash cans there because they're just part of the environment the yeah, they're just so natural no i think um that's a great point i mean even as far down as you know we know the teenager that's in the mascot suit mm -hmm. and you're like well i wish he could do this this and this but like the kids just go, oh my gosh, an astronaut! Yeah, they're they're so happy to give him a high five, and, and, they, and he doesn't even really say cool. anything, yeah. and he doesn't like really do much but try to dance, and you know he's out there for five minutes at the beginning, five at the end, and might run around, and the rest of the time he's in the hospitality room eating. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and hey, <laughs> I'm not here to talk smack about the kid. What I mean is like, you could pay a lot of money to have some sort of you know talking about disney like the yeah. whole they have all these oh, people yeah. walk around in mascot Ridiculous suits with like costumes uh, yeah stuff, like yeah. you know there was a full-size sully from monsters inc taking photos for like 15 20 minutes wow with a line of kids and i i'm like you know they have um air conditioning and all that kind of stuff in those fancy suits but when you realize that a kid says oh well this is a space theme that's an astronaut astronaut check not like no kid's gonna go do you have air conditioning are you well taken care of who's under there like yeah. if they just go there's an astronaut <laughs> yeah and like exactly. they're immersed in it they're like this is really he showed up yeah. they think he got off the he plane for and he's wearing thing. like a winter coat exactly and but it looks like an astronaut suit yeah um he's got the backpack on and all that stuff like his helmet's white, his suit is black and the kids don't even he care he looks awesome but I mean, yeah for this for what it is yeah and so I think too the other part that's that's hard for me is I want to do like the whole kit and caboodle. Like I would yeah. love to every week, you know, make service. Uh, so I don't. I guess I should finish my sentence. I want to make service very, uh, you know, pleasing to mm -hmm. the senses and. If I want anybody to hear me not take that the wrong way. Like, I'm not trying to coddle people into taking the gospel. But yeah, uh, I can tell you this, like, because I have worked uh, so long in media, in 
customer service. Even yeah, customer service and, and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I just I see little stuff, and even when I visit another church, it takes me a little while to get out of mm-hmm. the observation mode and into the engagement mode. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that happens to you. No, it does. Like you go, oh, I love their lighting rigs. Or yeah. I wonder what kind of speakers they're using. Oh, they have six array speakers on this side and six on this side. But then I start thinking those are $2,500 a piece speakers and they've got six of them. And I'm going, man, I, I just, our budget would never allow for yeah. that. You know, it sounds and so good in here, but we don't have a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And it's so dumb because that none of that stuff has really anything to do with the gospel Mm -hmm. but you got to have microphones you got to have instruments you got to have speakers yeah you got to have lighting um you know we our church is pretty traditional in our lighting we don't have any you know really dmx or uh you know dmx or stage lighting we will it just hasn't been something we wanted to invest in now because we're talking about a remodel um but and inside the building, it's really not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But we broadcast, you know, through live streams. And we were looking at a live stream shot on Sunday uh-huh. where we have all this backdrop and the lighting and all that stuff. It looks incredible it compared does. to what our normal. Yeah, because it's dark. Yeah, the it, backing the is dark and you can see the light. You can see colors. Maybe we need to do some convincing using that. Yeah, like, yeah. Look at this versus this. And we could just paint it black and it would yeah. be perfect. And again, it's not because I want black walls. It's because the, the lights are better. So it's a better experience for somebody who can't. It we have a lot of people in our church. Going, yeah. You know, we never really intended it like to be this way. This is why we used to do the radio. We used to do the radio because there's a lot of people who couldn't come to church. Uh-huh. Now, they were hearing last week's sermon on the radio, mm-hmm. but once we kind of crossed over to where you have a lot of, I mean, we have 80, 85-year-old people mm-hmm. that can watch us on, on their phones on Facebook. Yeah. And so the demographic of having to have a radio or a TV program is kind of gone. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, obviously, it's still out there, Jimmy Swaggart and but stuff so you, like you that. You don't have to be him in the same way. Exactly. But you, you can put your stuff out there. But if it's hard to watch because of the coloring, the lighting, and all that, it's going to be hard to stick with. Yeah. Um, because why? Even if you're 85 years old, you're trained to change a channel if you don't like what you're watching. Yeah, and hard to, if it's hard to listen to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many YouTube videos, I'll, uh, even if they're reviews and stuff, the stuff I need to know for technology or school or something i'm like they didn't use a good mic i'm not listening to them yeah. talk for 30 minutes somebody's putting it out there in a better way <laughs> yeah. and so it's easier to i, I watch a lot of almost. videos about like computer mods and stuff like that and it's the same way there'll be a one guy who you know is using recording the whole thing on his phone and i start getting dizzy because he's moving around so much yeah. trying to zoom in zoom out and then, but I'll find one other guy who just, again, it takes time. It's hard to do, but they set up a camera, you know, they have a couple different angles. It's much easier to watch. It's easier to learn. Yeah. So that's what I watch. You're not so distracted. Exactly. And that, and that could be said about, um, a lot of things. What I wish we could do, uh, and I'm not trying to toot a horn or anything but we do a lot of really cool decorations for vacation bible school Mm -hmm. i've always wanted to do like a pinterest page because every year when vacation bible school rolls around 
what do we do? We Google, you know, what's out there, what are other people doing, get some ideas. Yeah. And it's like we made those cardboard cactuses last year yeah. off a of Pinterest post because we needed to make something. Exactly. Uh, a few years back, we needed coral uh, for um, the shipwreck one. Yeah, the shipwreck one. And so we found out you could take expandable foam and you could you could lay it down flat on the ground, lay it out. When it puffs up, you paint it and then pick it up, and then all of a sudden you've got coral. Yeah. Well, I think about, you know, group puts out these VBSs. They're a big church. Mm-hmm. Um, they're affiliated with some big churches that do their, their you know, their music videos, Life Kids, um, just these other, these other organizations yeah. that help them. I'm not saying we're ever going to contribute to group, but... Yeah. There's a lot of churches that have 50 people that are trying to do VBS. And you know, this is where my heart goes is like yeah. those people need some kind of resource to go. We don't have a big staff. We don't have infinite amounts of money. Mm-hmm. We need a, an economical way to do this. Yeah. So, I mean, realistically, like you can buy the cardboard cutouts of the characters from group for 20 or 30 bucks per character. So you're looking at hundred extra, you know, hundred, two hundred extra bucks. Yeah. And some churches that, that don't even have a budget for VBS really. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the snacks and all that stuff. Mm. But we bought a ten dollar sheet of styrofoam. And can make two characters. And out of it almost. can make two characters out of it with ten dollar sheet of styrofoam, a twenty dollar hot knife, uh, and some paint from the dollar store. I think it's a cool thing because we've done that for years. Yeah. I want to not be lazy and video it and take pictures so that we can put it on Pinterest. Yeah. Not because I want everybody to know we did it, but I would love it for people out there to see that yeah. there's cool ways. What we've started doing in the last, I guess, three years, this will be our fourth year, I think, is uh, uh, we've worked with some other churches that are doing the vacation Bible school after us. Yeah. And they're going to come pick up all of our materials, all of our cutouts, all yeah. of our backdrops. We started building them that, so that they were totally portable. Uh, instead of, you know, taping everything to the wall, we started taping it to cardboard boxes so that you could pick up the cardboard box and take it out. Yeah. So I think last year, four churches got to use... Because yeah. we used it, uh, Cleaver, Hope Church used it, uh, PK, PK, and, and then, then Waterhouse, Waterhouse right? in yeah. Weatherford. So I, wish, I want to see some pictures of theirs because they were the last ones. Yeah, and there was a few things that I don't think made the trip. Like there was, a, <laughs> I think there was a, a wolf or something that that didn't. You know, I was like, why did y'all use the cardboard cutout? And they're like, yeah, he didn't make it. So, <laughs> uh, which is fine. It's styrofoam. It's yeah. not built to last, but it was. It makes it worth the effort. It makes it worth the work. If another church that didn't have the time, didn't have the resources, yeah. uh, is able to use that. so Well, you know, I think about that, too. And then also, I've, I've had to kind of jump into this world a little bit of when you think about sound equipment, too, um, for the audio, for your, your service. Again, if you just have a guy on your stage with a guitar and no amp, and, it, and you know, it might sound fine. Um, but you can only have a certain number of people in there worshiping together or you're not going to be able to hear anything. Um, you know, or again, we're talking about the experience. Somebody comes in and they have a certain, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Opinion about their worship music. And then you are just like, it's either like too, like super, super loud, super, super, um, your highs are cutting out and yeah. you can't hear voices or, or so-and-so is too loud. And, and it's not necessarily personally goes beyond personal preference. It also goes to like how you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's that same thing of like some churches can't afford really expensive soundboards or anything which you don't have to necessarily have but they 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 help it, it makes it can be a game but changer there's like i've watched multiple live streams uh i won't name churches because i don't want to bash anybody but you i've watched multiple live streams over multiple things trying to learn you know because we're even experimenting trying to live stream youth so i've been watching youth services from churches all over the place yeah uh asking questions on facebook groups and you hear somebody, and I'm like, yeah, I would not be able to sit through a service because that live stream sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine what it sounds like in person because... Well, it, and, and you got to really think about your target, like yeah. your target audience, because, I mean, I look at the numbers just about every week mm-hmm. of our live streams, and, um, you know, it was obviously higher back in 2020 because that was the only yeah, way you could everyone's consume gone, it. gone, yeah. 2021 was still pretty high we have drifted off a little bit which mm-hmm. is fine i mean I'm, i'd rather people be at the church yeah in church but uh you know the reality is is people miss um we have a pretty pretty good cadence of like our workers that aren't in service services yeah a lot of times go back and watch the, the ministry so like if you're volunteering a kids church on sunday morning a lot of times it's not we don't require it or anything but a lot of times, you know, you go our back kids' church leaders it. will go watch a uh, pastor preach. Um, our Wednesday night group, so you, you shared when you were on uh, um, vacation, you know, you guys had downtime, and you were like, I'm going to watch the Wednesday night service uh, yes. so you got to hear my class. Mm-hmm. It It's all about uh, thinking about your target audience because, if, again, if you start going to youth, turning on a camera that's just aimed at you for 30 minutes is not gonna no kid like no teenager is gonna watch that not a chance yeah like and i i mean it sounds harsh and people out there be like well they should well yeah i mean they probably should yeah, and there might so. be maybe one mature teenager that will turn it on but if you do it that's i mean you have guys kids that listen to this podcast yeah and listen to every moment of it and there's no video but it's a delivery system that they're comfortable with and they can yeah. consume on their terms i.e if a school let like a teacher lets them listen to their phone uh i know yeah, i don't during, know all the during rules study yeah during your whatever, study yeah. hall or whatever you can listen to music in class or yeah, yeah. so well because i mean it's all about platforms and podcasting happens to be a pretty um insane platform and but if you're gonna have to compete with tiktok you're gonna lose yeah well there's a reason like i mean i'm even i even fall victim a little bit to the youtube world of like pj's like let's watch a movie let's let's watch a tv show and i'm like if i'm not interested in the first episode i'm done because there's stuff i could be watching on youtube that yeah it's is, hard is eight minutes at a time 12 minutes 20 minutes but like it's something i'm interested in because i only subscribe to them because their videos are intriguing yeah. or you know for a long time i had to like i had fomo even on like my youtube subscriptions i was like trying to go back and catch up and then i realized like i don't need to do that i'll just watch yeah. videos i'm interested in <laughs> There's not that many things that are like you have sequential watch, yeah. that you have to uh-huh. you're gonna miss something. I I kind of did that with one of our favorite podcasts was 
I was like, I'm starting from the beginning, and I'm watching all 146 episodes. <laughs> yeah, because you started And I got late. to, like, episode 20, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to watch the ones that look interesting to me. Yeah. And as time has gone by, like, I've gone back and watched more and more, but there's no way I was going to go. Yeah, you don't have to, or if you need, you know, if you're out of ep- new episodes, then you can say, oh, well, you know, Mafia Boss sounds cool. I'm going to yeah. watch that episode. Yeah. Um, but I don't really want to watch the episode called Ham and Cheese. <laughs> they just talk yeah. about sandwiches the whole time or something. So, but yeah, it's it's all it's weird because church is not a competition in the sense that you're battling against other churches. Right. At least it shouldn't be. It should be. But there's a competition in the sense of like you will lose people, not necessarily to other churches. Might you might lose them to just watching the news at home. Yeah, on a Sunday morning, if you don't have the adequate, you know, stuff, um, I do have a problem with. Um, I've been thinking uh, about it as we've been talking. I do have a problem with when people try to like use your media as an ultimatum. Like, I will leave the church if you don't fix that. Yeah, listen, we <laughs> we we have lost people over our air conditioning. Like, yeah. not, I'm not even kidding. It's. Like when we first switched to automatic thermostats that we don't mess with because of the energy savings and quite frankly, uh, it's, there's a lot going on on Sunday mornings and it was, it's very difficult first. And you got one guy running around messing with all the thermostats and he Mm -hmm. would mess something up and then all of a sudden your air conditioners freeze over and it was a problem. Yeah. We switched to automatic thermostats digitally program them told everybody don't touch them and then we had people being like if y'all don't turn up the air conditioning we're leaving and we were like it's it's literally the same it's always been it's just digital and so for them it was like we don't have they couldn't tell somebody to go touch it and so they were like they left yeah and i was like oh i I love them see them around the community all the time but literally they left over Air conditioning. That's crazy. Yeah, because well, because I think about that shirt I gave you for Christmas or Father Zoe and I gave you for Father's Day or something that says Good. like church sound going. Yeah, yeah. I know what all the buttons, buttons do. <laughs> I do. I know what that button does. Yeah. Because I think about uh, and as a matter of fact, today when I was scrolling on my phone, um, sitting in the parking lot waiting on Troy at the gym, uh, it was like this thing that said our sound guy's learning too much, and it was like just a little bit. Don't move anything at all. Bump it up a notch. It was like half a decibel like yeah and it had all these things up to like five decibels of like code for if someone needed something changed and yeah uh it's really funny because people will just decide they don't like something and it's hard people underestimate uh underestimate how hard a media sound person's job is because of i mean you can sometimes even get it from the pastor well (laughs) at certain places there's lots of so if you're doing a good job at preaching everybody notices uh-huh. if you're doing a great job at uh, hospitality everybody notices because the yeah. coffee's good the, the bridge is always stocked you know yeah. the waters that's what we do other uh-huh. churches obviously they do muffins and all that oh, whatever yeah, so if you're doing good at all that everybody notices the sound guy only gets noticed when he doesn't do a good when he job. messes up yeah he's like the defensive back of of, of church. church yeah like because you ever notice offensive receivers run routes wrong all the time but nothing happens 
but you blow your coverage on defense as a defensive back. And you're get roasted I think that's got to be the Bayless worst. The yeah, next day. it's got to be the worst position in football because you slip one time, they score a touchdown. Yeah, and <laughs> on you're on you. TikTok <laughs> yeah. for a week, and then you're, yeah, you're you're out of the league. Like and that's why on fantasy that's what football, sound guy is you, like, you pick a whole defense, not the yeah, person. exactly. <laughs> like, uh, and so that's just the reality. of Sound guy is like the defensive back of your church. Yeah. He he, most of the time. You know, he's he's taking care of things, but you let him forget the batteries on a on a mic belt one time. Yeah. And then it's a whole distraction. You let him yeah. forget to mute a computer or uh my favorite and we talked about this today, somebody comes up and hands you gives you a YouTube video and says, This is what I'm singing or I want this played at my wedding and they don't have it like yeah, on CD or they you send know, you a link. download. They send you a link to YouTube, and you go. You realize this is going to have like a, a a Bud Light commercial at the beginning of it, or something, yeah. because like that's just what happens yeah. um, all the time. So yeah, well, and and yeah, and even further to that, there's stuff like you know at Sagu, um, you know, you learn to ignore camera guys, and the sound transitions can be pretty easy. You know, because they have these guys all dressed in black, and there's like 20 people at yeah. our church. We just have to stop service to give Pastor new batteries, or to make yeah. sure his sounds on, or you know, to fix that iPad because we don't have like a, a little secret production team. No, and one day no. maybe we will. Or you know, Zoe at Zoe's church, uh, they have the little green room closet in the back. You know, all of our stuff's kind of stored at the front. Yeah, of the our sanctuary. church is like our church is backwards, like the. There's two. I I've always hated this. There's two doors at the platform that go to the other part of the building, and yeah. that's that's one some of the, one of the things that instead of letting remodel, the platform be the background, yeah, like the back like, of the auditorium, like nothing behind it, you yeah, know, just a door maybe if you needed to enter from the side, yeah. But so. it's like ours is a is a church halting, you know. Yeah. I mean, a kid has <laughs> to come from kids' church back to his family. It's like. <laughs> yeah big creaky yeah, you know there's no open door around. yeah there's no just switching battery packs and tossing it to the pastor and <laughs> no you know handing a new mic cause it's, it's always a big thing because we also don't have dimly lit lights no our lights are just fluorescent they're on and of course i am not going secret anywhere so if i yeah. have to walk up there and even switch mics yeah we might not say anything but it's just we, we need to hire like <laughs> we need to hire somebody who's like four foot ten really skinny and be like you're the resident yeah uh, sneak up behind pastor and change his batteries guy because <laughs> we look like we're trying to tackle him you yeah know? yeah we need like noah hamilton to come back <laughs> and just strictly be in like yeah fix things mode where For he can real. switch out ipads you never even see him <laughs> Noah, what didn't we used to call him the ghost or something white like shadow it? yeah white shadow because <laughs> it can't be disappeared and you only saw him like at bedtime yeah bedtime and mealtime that's it yeah but. so now I, the media stuff. It, so what's what's fun and and cool for me to think about is I go back. You know when I started working in the church, uh, my first introduction to being even in the, allowed to sit in the sound booth was your mom was taking a music theory class uh-huh. from a, a correspondence, and so we had cassette tapes <laughs> that we had to record on to so it would say you know her assignment would say play a c major chord 
And so I would hit, we would push record on the tape deck and she had a microphone and would say C major and they go, do, 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 you know, and I know I don't have perfect pitch. So that probably wasn't C major, <laughs> but, uh, so we would do that and then it would say, okay, play a D minor. And so she'd say D minor and she'd have to play a D minor quarter, you know, or. Yeah. So you uh, were just back in the back. Yeah, so I was literally start. back in the back stopping and starting because we had to take the tape and mail it to her teacher. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, but that was her. That's how she graduated high school early was she took a music theory course correspondence through Texas Tech. Anyway, we were allowed at the, not, so the, not even the church. No, sort of, kind of. <laughs> uh, she took two high school classes through Texas Tech correspondence. But um, she... This isn't even the church building you remember. This is the one on South 7th. Okay. Uh, you've seen it when we went to Abilene, but it was, I, like, there was a parsonage and then the church building, mm -hmm. and we would sit in there, and we would record these these tapes. That's so cool. I didn't really know much about the soundboard at that time. You fast forward a few years. Uh, we moved out to the new building. I still didn't really help set up sound. We had a worship pastor back then that, that kind of managed all that. Mm -hmm. um, what I started doing was as we started trying to venture into having computers and like video um, through, we, we couldn't afford a projector, Yeah. Uh, but we rigged up TVs. We literally had like 32 inch big tube TVs hung in the sanctuary. Wow. Um, but, and, and so I learned kind of through that and then now to the point where everything I've learned, quite honestly, has just been hands-on, YouTube yeah. University. Uh, and uh, just uh, that's what I love is that there's guys out there like, uh, uh, was it Drew um, Bachelor? I, I'm probably saying his name wrong, but he does like, he has like a whole channel about X32, oh, yeah. Behringer X32 stuff. You have about, Jake. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gosling, who has a whole channel called Church Media that I subscribe yeah. to his new letters. Um, some of their resources are way out of our league, like way over my head. Mm -hmm. But they just put out content for, for little to no cost that you can go and, and consume and yeah. not have to be an engineer. Yeah. Now, I, I will say that does not make you an engineer because I've been around some guys that oh. really know what they're doing. And yeah. it's it's like... It's next level stuff. It's like the difference between I can change oil, these guys can re-engineer a vehicle. You know, yeah. to use a, another analogy, um, but uh, uh, what you do is when you really have something going on, you pull one of those guys in and have them help you. Uh, but yeah. if, if it's a big enough project, it's worth hiring an integrator. But well, We've never really had that budget to yeah. say. Well, like, I don't know if you remember or know this. I may have not ever told you, but like, and I'm still learning. Sometimes I have to remind myself that I know a lot more than a lot of people my age because I grew up as a church kid and sitting in the sound booth right next to you learning yeah. how to do easy worship by the time I'm like 11. But, um, you know, and learning how to mix. And again, like I said, I'm still learning, but I know a lot. Yeah. And part of like, you know, stuff that you taught me when I was at Life Fellowship Church, we had a guy come in and he did the professional wiring of our new digital snake, but we got an X32. And for those of you that don't know what an X32 is, um, Behringer, it's basically a soundboard, but it's run off of a yeah. digital snake where, um, and you could explain it better than I could, but it's just a digital soundboard. It's that's, the Toyota Camry of soundboards. Like, yeah. it's the most, it's affordable, common, yeah. affordable digital system that's probably out there 
but anyway, we knew it, and and we had a little bit of fighting uh, because our sound guy was a little bit older, and he was like, "I'm gonna lose all my buttons," and so we ended up getting the bigger version that still has multiple rows, but instead of like you know ours is yeah we eight, have the eight compact channels version of, of yeah. thirty two eight eight rows of thirty two channels total. We got the sixteen two rows of like you know mm-hmm. this big thing, but I was able to be like, hey you don't have to pay for this part because I know how to do this, you know, on the setup and and labeling. And we just had to pay to get the stuff rewired because I didn't know how to do any of that really. Right. Um, And then even on top of that, I knew enough about the analog system that when they gave me this, the analog soundboard from the sanctuary, I pretty much hooked it up by myself uh, with the help from Cody a little bit back in the back after we rebuilt our sound booth in the youth room because it was like, just kind of a little shack yeah. like we went to home depot and we're like we need this much countertop and like bought a countertop and yeah. did all the stuff but i was able to like wire it up analog board um so a lot of your hands-on knowledge turned into my hands-on knowledge because i was like your little apprentice all the time and yeah. even next week after vbs yeah i'm gonna be back gonna up there with it. you we're gonna be re- rewiring and um you know folks um listening my dad and i are not small uh gentlemen no. <laughs> by any means so it is very funny to watch us crawl around the stage More and like roll around, <laughs> roll around i have to move four feet i just roll <laughs> i don't even try to get back up on my hands and knees and so uh which we are doing better we yeah. are doing better but uh um we will be like basically gutting our whole platform and redoing it again because we vbs is the perfect opportunity because we have to mess with so much stuff anyway yeah um but no it's it's very fun, very interesting. You know, even, you know, Troy is learning more um, about the soundboard slowly but surely, but they have done such a fantastic job. It's nice because for a long time, I mean, I went to college for a little bit, so it's probably even worse, but, like, yeah. it was Nana, you, Mom, yeah. myself, Zoe, you know, that really knew how to do any of that, and so we were also always stuck back. Yeah, it's always, we've always had, you know, it's always been tricky. We had Diane, to have a good too, media. But. Yeah, you know, we had their family. Um, then, you know, RW went to college or, or uh, got a, I guess he got a job that, you know, took yeah. him over to the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's one of those things where I, I feel like I'm a smart guy, uh-huh. but I honestly look at it and I go, guys, really, it's, it's just about understanding a workflow mm-hmm. and I, I mean i don't want to get overly complicated this isn't a technical podcast kind of like yeah. it wasn't a, a fitness, fitness podcast, podcast. Yeah. but it, it's 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 not so much about knowing what every single button and, and lever does uh-huh. it's about just understanding what your role is in that moment it i can tell you one of the best funnest times i've had was when you were in college and uh the uh what was the name of the group that you were in with ransom ransom that worship team (laughs) so i don't want i want to say rampage i was like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) that would be the best worship (laughs) team ever it's like rampage worship (laughs) or was it striker or striper striper yeah Yeah, striper (laughs) rampage worship from sagu we'll tell miss barnett about that but anyway uh no ransomed yeah so when ransomed came 
you know, you guys didn't have to bring your own sound system, mm-hmm. which was cool because in some places you did. Sometimes, yeah, we had a whole cart. Yeah, and, and uh, so, but y'all didn't have to bring a sound system. We were able to put everything where it needed to go. Yeah, I you think put we Dustin did, out of a job that week because he yeah. was usually our soundboard. Yeah, I, I did the sound, but I stood up the whole, this was cool. And I, 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 lo- I like leading worship. Don't misunderstand me, yeah. but like I love standing at the soundboard, worshiping and and running the sound because yeah. right now we're kind of a static sound system so like every song is going to sound the same every di- all yeah. the dynamics are pretty much going to be the same yeah i'm working when on I, some kids that can take our places when easy, i so. when i did ransomed i mixed every song for that song yeah i you know i changed the lead vocalist to have the highest part to I was able to change. I, I we don't have the board that does all the crazy harmonies and stuff, mm. but I was able to do like you know delays and reverbs and 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 make the room sound different. And I have a blast. Yeah. And and uh, I love doing that. Um. Never thought that that would be where you know I'm not a DJ or anything like that, but I never yeah. thought that that would be like where I would do it. Now I feel the same way. You know, lean worship on the guitar. Yeah. But well, it's, it's just like if I would love to be able to say, "Here, kid, you play the guitar." Yeah, and and we got singers, we got all that stuff. I will, I'll go teach somebody how to do this, so that they see that it's not just like a if we touch this thing, it's going to self destruct. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. Um, uh, what's a it's word? a tool. It's an instrument. It's a fluid. Yeah, it's an instrument. It's a fluid machine. Like yeah. you can do whatever you need to do. That's kind of how I feel about uh, in a different form of media, like whenever y'all put me in charge of the live stream when i was on my um i don't know if you'd call it like ministry hiatus or like i took my break from ministry for about a yeah. a, a, a year or give or take but whenever y'all had me back there just running the bird's nest like the eagle's nest yeah i loved moving the camera around yeah because i could move it over to we had like three cameras so i could move it over to the piano while we don't have multiple angles or people moving around the sanctuary but I had enough of like our fancy tripods that we could, you know, do that. I enjoy that. I love the fact that like I have lots of kids ministry experience. I have a degree in children and family, like a minor in yeah, children and family yeah. ministries. I could do any of the preaching, any, and I don't mean that to boast or brag, but I like a VBS. I don't like running a, a Bible adventure or anything because it puts me stuck in the one room. I love being on the being in charge of media, like kind of yeah. uh, running around with my camera, taking pictures, getting to be creative. You know, we've been talking about the ideas of how I'm going to edit the video later, and yeah. I'm by no means like you know camp level. Those insane videos that those guys oh, do yeah. that have been at Sagu for media, and or even just you know that's their passion, and they've been doing it since they were 16. And actually, like that's all they do, or have you know the high. Yeah, duty computers and equipment they have like the crazy macbooks and and all kinds of dslr cameras and stuff but in our vein for what we need i love the creativity on that side and all that good stuff you know what i mean yeah Um, so it is fun and then and that in itself is like in the soundboard being an instrument is you can really be free to do whatever be creative and all that stuff too i like i said i i think in a nutshell media has a huge role to play um website we could we could talk about websites we could talk about yeah. facebook and the social media i don't i'm not an expert on any of them mm-hmm. i'm a i'm an active novice uh at any of it yeah. um but 
I, I I'm kind of like you. Uh, I always feel like I'm I'm short. I have lots of shortcomings, and then I'll go somewhere, or I'll look at somebody else's website, and I'll yeah. go, maybe I know more than I think I do. Yeah. But that just makes me want to. Or maybe we're farther along than we. Yeah, think maybe we're are. further along yeah. than we think we are. Uh, having you know a budget helps that like immensely because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in that other. <laughs> I mean, I've we've told stories on this podcast about like we couldn't afford boxes of crayons. Yeah. So we're we're sharpening crayons because we couldn't go down the store and spend a dollar eight per kid on mm-hmm. a box of crayons. Um, but uh, that's why I get passionate about. Could I help another church? Could I yeah. help another ministry? Um, it was so cool to go down to Hope Church, uh, and and I don't just I mean, a few I, weeks that I helped ago, them, but I was just so. to be a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they needed something done that I had done before. Yeah. Uh, so I helped. Like it wasn't even technical; it was more like physical construction type. Yeah. Uh, but it was stuff. media construction. But it was media like related, hanging speakers. Yeah. And I knew the dynamics of it. I knew you know we'd done that kind of stuff before. So I was like, ah, no problem, you know, and that was cool. It was, it filled a need. Um, I think it's easy to get caught up in what you can do, how you want your stuff to look. Yeah. You, uh, it, it's a little like the, the assemblies of God. It's not that hard to reach out to other assemblies because most of the time you're not in the same town. Now, Cleburne yeah. has a couple in mm-hmm. the same town or whatever, but most towns, especially not Mineral Wells, Stephenville, but they don't have a bunch of different yeah. churches. Uh, but it's easier because you're like, oh, well, we're not, you know, we're all in our own. It's like, you know, we're in our own place. You know, it's like a teacher helping a teacher in another school. But it's harder to go, hey, there's a church across the street that needs help, and I'm going to go help them. Yes. Uh, likewise, it's harder to ask for help because you assume nobody wants to help you. Yeah. And because I've been in the position where I've asked for help and nobody wanted to help. So... With that being said, I just encourage anybody who listens. You have your age, your demographic, mm-hmm. kids that are listening to this, young preachers, young youth ministers, kids you went to college with. Uh, man, just just do what you can to help. Paul said, "Yeah." Uh, and I don't get me trying to be real holy here, <laughs> but and if you look at like his letters, like in Galatians and Ephesians, he talks a lot about how you went and helped. The church in Macedonia complete their mission. You uh-huh. went and helped the church when they needed. You gave, uh-huh. and so God's going to bless your giving. And so uh, He wasn't just talking about money. They didn't send cash. Absolutely right. They didn't have cash. They sent people. They sent resources. They sent food. They they took in preachers. Yeah. There's just stuff like that that you can do to further the ministry, and you would think. What does a speaker have to do with anything? Well, if you're using microphones and speakers, it has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a soundboard in our attic that I've almost given away two different times, and then they it's an older analog soundboard. Yeah. Uh, the only reason we're not using it in the youth room is because it's too big for your sound. Or, uh, yeah, we'd uh, have cabinet. to buy a whole other cabinet. Yeah, yeah. It, or rig it up, and then it would be where kids could mess with it and all that. But it perf- works perfectly good. We inherited it. I think I borrowed it for a while at yeah. Life Fellowship before I got well, my giant one. Here's, here's a funny thing about that board. When we were at our old building, we had an uh-huh. eight-channel board from 1972. It had the built-in amplifier. Wow. That It was eight channels. That was our whole sound system. Wow. 
at the old church. So you had everybody had their own amps. It was a disaster. You remember some of that. Uh-huh. We moved into this building. We thought we hit the jackpot because we inherited a 20-channel soundboard. <laughs> you know, uh, we ran worship nights on that soundboard. We did a 24-hour worship event with that soundboard. It works. It's yeah. a totally legitimate soundboard. Yeah. Uh, it's just a little more complicated because it's old. It's analog, and you have to understand the buttons a little better. Yeah. But They're, they have a, They still have an analog at the high school. Yeah. They're moving to digital next year. Is like yeah. the first thing on the card, but it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. they have like a they have like a Yamaha. Uh, it's really nice. Nice, it's just like soundboard analog, in yeah. the in the. Uh, well, but I'm talking about the band. Oh, the band yeah. has like the SQ uh, whatever. I forget the model number off the top of my head. But, oh yeah, I know. What you're talking uh, about. But anyway, they have a really nice Yamaha soundboard, and I'm like, dude, put it in the auditorium that people come and watch events at. But that's a whole other <laughs> story. I don't want to volunteer to go drink the high school's <laughs> yeah, hey. sound system. Luckily, our new theater teacher, he's on top of all that. That's why we got yeah. we got new lighting this year. Yeah. And then next year's the sound. And then the next year will be, like, uh, curtains and equipment and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that'll be nice. Um, no, but it's, it's awesome. Media is one of those worlds that, like, I, I really enjoy. And, you know, kind of in our, in our youth ministry right now, um, we have somebody that runs the computer, but like kind of the music is on me and PJ. When the sound goes wrong, I have to go. Yeah, better around. lighting in the youth room than we do in the sanctuary because I'm allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. I I gotta uh, take a take a week or two here in the next month. Learn and how that board works. Learn everything, and then um, maybe rearrange a little bit because it's been. I I think I rearranged it right when I took over, and so it's been the same for a year, and I'm. I, I itch for change a little bit only because it gives me the more opportunity to learn and and our stuff's mobile so it's fun yeah and that's, we designed it that way yeah. we designed it to be changed so and so. then you know we're i've got a big announcement students listen to this so i can't say it on here but i got yeah. a big announcement coming up next wednesday the date would be it'll probably drop before this this episode drops but you don't have to mention it yeah well anyway the we're dropping what's today the seventh so the 14th, we're dropping a huge announcement on our youth students. And yeah. just in case this uploads next Monday. Yeah, we'll, yeah, Monday we'll, we'll after, wait. But yeah. uh, change will be nice to have it all just ready to be fresh and yeah. Uh, yeah. in that youth room because we're going to have crazy events or whatever this thing may be. Um, but knowing that knowledge and, and, and trying to teach some of those kids, um, you know, our piano player, teaching them how to use any of your monitors and, yeah, uh, our drummer teaching him how to balance his sound through his controls and stuff is really fun, and yeah. it's something that I think everyone should have their hand at because you could learn a few things, yeah. and as long and it keeps you from being scared of it. So. Yeah, and we may have to get old faithful out of the attic and just start wiring it up so that you have better sound control, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we, we maybe we can get some sort of rig going. Yeah. Put it up high where I'm the only one that can reach it. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to bore the podcast. But I have ideas about how we could do yeah, all we'll that. We'll talk about it after the, after we're <laughs> done recording. We need we, it. You've got another hour to record. You're still my dad. <laughs> yeah. like, you're not here just on business for yeah, this podcast. I'm out. We don't, we don't talk outside of the podcast. <laughs> he only has conversations with me if I invite him to hold a microphone while we speak. That's right. Um, no, but everyone, um, we'll, we'll continue to nerd out after this stops recording, but... Uh, Thank you so much for listening. 
Um, technically, they're not a sponsor, but they give my wife free cakes. So just a reminder that my mom has uh, her bakery, Shut Your Pie Hole. Find them on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, and uh, follow us, Still a Church Kid Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, or you can go to uh, anchor.fm slash Still a Church Kid Podcast. Um, we are run through Spotify for podcasters. It's a great website. Uh, I might make a little money off that. I'm not sure yet. Uh, <laughs> we're still working on it. but uh, and, and just if I can say like a shameless plug, it's not for me because I'm not trying to make money or anything. Um, but if somebody has questions, problems, they have a media problem that they, they have trouble oh, with, yeah. um, they can always, uh, you can email me, uh, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at cityviewmw.com. Um, I, again, I'm not a genius, but I know people that are, and, uh, uh, I can either help you or if try to get somebody that can help you, uh, at least if they have the, a fee or charge, at least, you know what that would take. Um, uh, we have, I have a couple friends who are sound engineers, um, who we could always reach out to and, uh, because there's no point in your church suffering, uh, just because you don't know who to ask for help. So yeah, it's great. Youth ministry, kids ministry, anything like that, like and yep. media or whatever. But uh, that's that's what we're here for, and uh, help each other, build each other up. Yeah, be kind to one another, <laughs> build each other up. You can also email uh, still a church kid podcast at gmail dot com um, if you have any inquiries uh, about that. I don't have our phone number on hand. I don't have it memorized. Otherwise, I would give it. But uh, <laughs> I talked about that all that earlier. <laughs> See the show notes. Uh, yeah. But like us, follow us. Um, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys, and we will catch you in the next episode. Peace out.